I'm a dress flip flop song, singing to that highway song. Got a little night smile, the kind that drives you wild. Nothing like playing with fire, brings boy to life. Be with the fuse you light, be good dynamite. Following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, fourteen minutes and twenty seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this sixth day of April 2023. Today's show, as always, brought to you by our new friends at Caldera Lab. Use promo code 1420LAB for uh, 20% off men's skincare products. Forget that youthful exuberance back in your mug at uh, Caldera Labs today. And uh, yeah, use the promo code. It helps support the show as well. Uh, thank you for making this a part of your day each and every day here on uh, Facebook Live and uh, YouTube Live and everywhere else. And then later on, we when you listen to the show. Uh, also, I want to thank uh, last night, I was a guest on uh, Aaron Aaron Riley's show, the uh, Brutally Honest Sports Bar or, or Brutally Honest Sports Podcast. Uh, it's not, everything's on a sports bar, right? Brutally Honest Sports pod, Podcast. We had a great talk about baseball last night it'll be up later on today so make sure you guys give that one a listen i'll post it on the links everywhere else to make sure you guys uh tune into that one as well because it's a, a lot of uh, a lot of fun for sure uh, talking with aaron he's a he's a baseball guy through and through we got some good news here at 1420 world headquarters yesterday we're number two on the belly up network of shows right now i wish we were number one but you know uh, every journey begins with a single step so thank you very much to the belly up network for having us a part of their group and uh, for everybody who's been listening to to our show to make us number two on the network and uh, we're a little bit behind number one but we'll uh we'll keep putting the, the hits out there and as long as you guys uh, keep listening and sharing with people like we hope you are on a daily basis maybe we'll climb the ranks number one before uh before summer's up anyways we are uh basically a weekend yeah a week now a week uh, a week ago today was opening day i was gushing like a grade nine girl a little bit about opening day uh, but it's uh, it happened now a weekend every team has played basically two series now the, the yankees are rained out today they're playing tomorrow in, in baltimore there's no game today so i'm taking a little break from the uh, the playback uh, streaming thing which is going okay but i want to also get that a little bit better but anyways uh we're a weekend to the uh the pitch clock violations and the pitch clock going on and it's going okay i think it's having the desire to Effect that baseball fans, quote, air quotes, fans wanted that the games are a little quicker. Summer's still still lengthy. There's no getting around that. I mean, the, the Jays opening day game was a, a long, long game, but it, it was almost four hours long with lots of hits and everything else. And you can't you can't change the clock on that one. But you're you're a week into the pitch clock uh, rules being into effect and everything else, and in, I think it has the, the des- desired effect of for people who wanted to speed up the game. 
but the uh, there's still some some kinks to to work out with everybody and di- different ways of happening. Uh, Manny Machado, of course, was Manny Machado, the very first guy to be ejected for trying to fight Father Time. Nobody has ever beat Father Time, so I don't know why Manny Machado, the 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 god that he thinks he is, thought he could fight Father Time. It didn't work out too well for him, so he found himself uh, ejected. Because that's actually a rule in baseball that you can't actually argue balls and strikes. That's a ejectable uh, penalty, I guess, an ejectable response to a to a arguing balls and strikes. That's that's before the pitch clock violation, everything else. But Machado find himself on, on the wrong side of the of the clock and got, got himself ejected yesterday. Shohei Otani will become the first and only player, I think, in Major League Baseball history who will get. Two Two pitch clock violations, one pitching and one hitting in the same game. I don't think you'll ever see that happen again unless it's Otani or maybe if a position player ends up ends up as a uh, as a pitcher at some point in a blow up, he'll be the only guy in history. But it, and when you looked at his his uh, response to it when the inning was over, he got the umpire down. down, down. They started talking with the interpreter, saying what went what went right, what went wrong, why why he was called on it, and there was a hands and what, what the, the movement that didn't start. So there still seems to be a bit of a a problem with people not understanding what the, the pitch clock violations are, and guys are just stuck in their ways and how the game's been played for for 150 years, and these guys have been playing it for for so long, and a lot of the college guys that they, they get it because they've been playing a little bit longer, but there's there is still some kinks to work out with the pitch clock. Do I like it? It's not bad it, it does it does it make make the game a little t- too quick at times is it rushed yeah but we don't want to to beat that up a whole bunch because that, that's going to be a, a topic of conversation for a long time but i was doing some research today or, or last night sorry for today 14 20 in the morning and i, I it, it kind of made me laugh a little bit uh, 31 years ago today so you guys know as who listens to 14 20 in the morning i i do uh, on this day bit for for every day in in the in the uh, in the world of sports and the funny thing is is 31 years ago today i'm kind of ruining the, the 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 uh, the surprise for the end of the show, but 31 years ago today, the Baltimore Orioles played their very first game in Camden Yards in, in Baltimore in a game that lasts only two hours and two minutes. And the thing was, is that and I won't give the rest of it away. The thing was, the game was like I said, it was done in two hours and two minutes. But the the biggest thing was there was only I think 10 strikeouts the entire game. Now people who um, watch baseball and I think it's just simple math the way this goes strikeouts take a little bit longer than ground balls or pop-ups and yes uh, strikeouts can be exciting I guess but they they do take a little bit longer because there could be more pitches Are, are strikeouts ever three pitches good morning good afternoon and good night very rarely very rarely does that happen in the world of baseball. There's a ball or a foul ball or whatever it might be, and those take a little bit longer to, to, to happen. So, and ground, but ground balls can happen on the first pitch, the second pitch, or the third pitch, or on the fifth pitch, whatever it may be. So that's one thing that uh, ba- these baseball people who are thinking that the game needs to speed up, that they don't realize that strikeouts are up at a, at a, at a pay, at a rate that we've never seen before in the game of baseball and every game, like I said, the, the Yankees opening day game, they had 32 strikeouts in that baseball game with the San Francisco giants. So that means that there's more pitches. So that means that the games take a lot longer and that, and that, and that's one of the reasons why the games are taking longer and why the, the need for the pitch clock might not have been a need, but it's because pitchers throw 102 miles an hour and hitters just can't get it. And hitting's hard. And it's the all or nothing analytics approach that can make games a little bit longer and not moving runners over and just, going all or nothing that could make the game a little bit longer because pitchers are throwing more pitches than they ever have before you aren't getting the ground ball outs you aren't getting the pop-up pop-ups you're getting more and more strikeouts you're not getting as many 
you're not getting as many opportunities for guys to get out. Like I said, there's a situation that you have on a daily basis where you're getting upwards of 20 strikeouts per game. That is 60 pitches right there without any balls. And that's so that adds the length of games. The, the pitch clock, yes, it's going to be needed because the, 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 the all or nothing analytics approach isn't going away. That isn't changing. I don't like it. That's the one thing I don't like about baseball compared to what it was 30 years ago. Get up, old, old man sitting on the porch, get off my lawn guy. But the thing is, is that baseball isn't as strategic as it used to be and that's making the games longer it's just that that that's just the way the way it is and strikeouts happen more there's more pitches there's more walks and everything else instead of putting the ball in play moving a runner up ground ball outs butting a guy over get getting the out i get it that uh getting three base hits in a row can be tough and that's how mo- most most runs were scored back back in the 80s 90s and and uh, before but now it's it's a home run approach uh, and, and go, go for it and swing 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 more pitches that means longer games and why that wasn't really looked at and why the, the this isn't a brent original i hope I'm, i hope i'm not the only one who's thought about this because that's something that i that i saw yesterday like i said i was doing the research for the 14 20 in the morning that there, there was a baseball game that happened 31 years ago to the day that took two hours and two minutes by two guys who aren't weren't, aren't known or weren't, weren't known as overpowering pitches so you, you get guys that over and over and over looking for strikeouts and guys out of the box yeah no, no more garcia par he was the poster boy for being out of the box but now, now you have guys in the box but games are basically taking not a whole bunch they're not a whole bunch uh, shorter you're not getting less pitches you're getting less downtime in a baseball game you're not getting uh less baseball and and that's the thing so you wonder how what, what that game would have been like that was two hours and two minutes x amount of years ago that you wonder what without the the ex, ex, other extracurricular stuff how quick that game might have been a few years back i was umpiring a wcbl game yes there isn't the commercial breaks in between and, and i get it but it's a different thing but there was a game that we got done one hour and 48 minutes in brooks alberta between the brooks uh bombers and the fort mcmurray giants yeah it's a it's a lower level of baseball college wood 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 uh, wood bat baseball but it, the game was done in 148 why lots of strikes lots of ground ball outs and then we were in, out, see you later, and pitchers were just getting out. They, they weren't walking, guys, and, and that's the biggest thing. It's the, they were, the ball was put in play, and Brooks, it was odd that it wasn't a higher-scoring game because they played in a little bit of a bandbox there, a, a, uh, but it's, it's a lot of home runs to get hit, hit in Brooks. But it was uh, a lot of balls get got put in play, a lot of ground, first, second pitch strikes that, that guys were putting the ball in play, a lot of outs, and that's that's where baseball has gone wrong a little bit with the, the all-or-nothing approach, and that has lengthened the games and, and, and all the strikeouts. I don't know. It's just one of those things that you watch and as a baseball purist, I guess you, you notice that it's, it's not the game itself that's broken. It's the way the game that, that it's, it's played, it's broken. And so that, that, that makes things a little bit different. And, and that, that's part of the problem. And it, it has nothing to do with the time or pace of play. It's all of the strikeouts and, and the lack of action because of strikeouts. Because strikeouts can get a bit, bit boring unless it's your team striking out a guy on, 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 a, on a big stage in a big moment. So that's kind of one of those things that you, you look at that, that maybe these guys should look at a little bit. But the, the pace of play is the, is, isn't the problem. It's the, the amount of strikeouts and that and that's what uh it's just it's just it's just simple math kids more pitches means more time and that's the way it is anyways we uh i want to touch on this for half a second before we move on to the uh the, the on this day and the birthdays uh it was five years ago today that the humble broncos tragedy bus tragedy happened in saskatchewan saskatchewan junior hockey league team for those of you who don't know who 
who uh, are listeners from the south of the border who may not have heard about this. If you uh, if you ever played junior hockey or, or hockey in general, you rode the buses around Saskatchewan, Alberta, Ontario, wherever, right across this country, bars. We've all been on those buses, and you go up those three lonely steps, and then you're on the bus, and you you travel those uh, buses a, a lot in between communities, and and uh, it was a it was a heartbreaking day five years ago, and uh, yeah. Stick tough to those boys up in heaven right now because that was a tough day. And you remember, like when when the tragedy happened, and then they said who who passed away on, on that on that bus on that fateful day. You know, uh, you know exactly where everybody was sitting. It was um, a tough day uh, through and through, and it was uh, it still chokes me up a little bit. But uh, yeah, Darcy Hogan was a friend of mine. He was the coach of the of the Humboldt Broncos, and uh, yeah, it was a terrible tragedy that happened, and the way it, it the way it all came about, and it's just uh, it's it's crazy. And here in, in Lethbridge, Logan Boulay, the Logan Boulay Arena. Now he was the uh, the the poster boy for organ donations and the like. So sign sign your organ donor card and everything else, because uh, yeah, it was uh, uh, something good came out of that tragedy. It was a tough tough day right across the country for junior hockey, and it was a it was a terrible day. And when that came across the uh, the airwaves, it was uh, it was really hard to to comprehend what, what, what happened and the way the, uh, the hockey world stopped that day was something else. But anyways, on to some happier talk, but like I said, stick tops, those guys today and uh, put some time and, and thought into, in, into their lives and everything else has been going on. And, and before you put your, your kids on those buses, just uh, give them a hug before, cause you never know if they're going to come back or not. But anyways, on this day in, like I said earlier on, in 1992, the Baltimore Orioles beat the Cleveland Indians 2-0 in the first regular season game at Oriole Park at Camden Yards. Rick Sutcliffe uh, pitched a complete game, five-hit shutout in a game that took only two hours and two minutes. Charles Nagy also went the distance for Cleveland, who gave up six hits. There was two walks in total. Baltimore had two strikeouts. Cleveland only had six. So there you go. So that's maybe why the game didn't take so long. There was only, uh, if you do, do the math on that, eight strikeouts, only 24 pitches. Right, simple, simple. Whereas if you have the, the the 32 strikeout game that the Yankees had, that's 96 pitches. It's just simple math, kids. Put the ball in play, throw strikes. Don't, and, and that's why games take so long now. It's all of the strikeouts. It has nothing to do with with the, the pace of play. It's it's because of the strikeouts make the game so long. Anyways, happy birthday to. Brett Boone, one of my favorites of all time, actually turns 54 today. Born on this day in 1969 in El Cajon, California. One reason why he's one of my favorites, he was a Calgary can, and I got to watch him as a kid a few times playing for the Seattle Mariners firm team up there in Calgary at Foothill Stadium. So happy birthday to Brett Boone. He'd go on to play 14 seasons in the big leagues, stops in Seattle, Cincinnati, Atlanta, San Diego, and Minnesota. I forgot about that one. 252 home runs. 1,021 RBIs, a 266 career batting average, three All-Star games, and one of actually one of my favorite moments about Brett Boone was the uh, the 2003 American League Championship Series. He was in the booth uh, for the Yankees Red Sox game. I think he was up there all series long, but he was definitely in the booth for the game that the uh, obviously his brother is Aaron Boone, manager of the Yankees right now, and he was uh, up in the booth and he was there when uh, Aaron Boone hit that home run off of Tim Wakefield in the 11th inning into the uh, the Bronx sky, and, he, and they 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 panned over to Brett Boone watching his brother uh, Aaron circle the bases and just the uh, the look of, of pride that he had in his face. It's one of those brotherly moments that you you you, you watch on TV and what some of those things why you you like sports and why why we love sports actually those, those moments like that that really bring things around and and you 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 you, you. You, you just love it. You love those moments. I'm, I'm kind of getting a little choked up about that too. I'm a little emotional on this. Uh, you're getting old. Getting my old age. Sometimes you're a little bit, bit more emotional than uh, than you should. Anyways, thank you to Caldera Labs. 
For those who are watching on YouTube, the clean slate to a facial wash, bring that youthful exuberance back in your face. And then later on, you put on the uh, the base layer to get things going uh, and get everything feeling smooth and silky like you're supposed to and get everything back, shape, shape back up where it's supposed to be. So there's those there's those from our, our friends from a Caldera Lab. Thank you very much. And promo code 1420LAB for 20% off. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to the show. I got uh, I got a phone call from a friend of mine yesterday, uh, James Shaky uh, McPhail. They're starting their podcast back up, the SM podcast. We're gonna have a little a little uh, refresher course on how to do this. He gave me a call for some tips and pointers and how things have changed in the podcast world since they've been on the show. They got they got hit by the COVID bug, but they're gonna get her back up and going again. So, anyways, thank you very much for uh, listening to the show today. Uh, we always appreciate everybody who listens. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the little, little guy says up there, and uh, and enjoy the shows. Download a few of our shows today. Spread the good word of the fourteen twenty podcast. We appreciate it very much on a daily basis. Uh, also, there was something else I had to bring up today. I also brought. I'll bring it up again. Stick taps, the Humboldt Broncos. And remember those guys who passed away on this faithful day five years ago. It's still a, it's still a tough moment. Anyways, anyways, remember it doesn't matter where you are, everybody. It's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. And me and Dave will be talking to you later on tonight. You just listened to the 1420 sports bar podcast. Four beer, the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the belly up media network. Let's get into it.